Hi there, and welcome to another episode of the Diaries of an Immigrant podcast with your hosts, Mame and Kwame. Hey, Aliyob! Welcome to today's episode. We hope you're all doing well wherever you find yourselves around the world. Yes, we're also fine. It's summer in Sweden and it is so hot, like really, really hot. I, I just can't. It's too much. But I mean, it's not like I'm complaining. You were complaining so... earlier. No, Kami, I wasn't complaining. And you've been complaining the entire week. I was just stating the facts okay. that it's hot. That's all. But it wasn't like... I was just telling you how I was feeling. And yesterday you were going on and on and on. I'm like, oh boy. I was just telling you how I was feeling, Kwame. I wasn't complaining. Because I'll never complain about the sun. Because when winter comes, <laughs> it's going to be worse. So I'll take the heat like that. But yeah, it's really hot. So no more complaining then? No, I'll just be telling you how I'm feeling. <laughs> Which is completely different from complaining. Yeah. So, yeah. But what are you wearing? Um, you know, normal clothes. But it's hot, so I had to take some things off. But yeah, we are indoors, so nothing bad is happening. Nobody's seen anything. Anyways. Okay, guys. If it's your first time joining us on our podcast, hearty welcome to you. We hope you go back and listen to our previous conversations and that you also stay through today's conversation because I think it's going to be interesting. Yeah, because we're interesting people like that. Yeah. And to our regular listeners, welcome. It's been a long, long time. We hope you're all doing well. And it's just awesome to have you with us today as well. Okay, Kwame, what are we discussing today? Before that. Mm-hmm. What happened on Friday? Oh yeah, we were in Lund. We went for the Swedish Midsummer celebrations and it was nice. We got to eat some Swedish food, we ate potatoes. No bounty. And Kwame, <laughs> <laughs> our Swedish friends are going to be offended because they put a lot of effort into making this meal for us. Kwame didn't eat it. I'm sorry if you are listening. Yeah. But mm. I needed to state the obvious. That it was bomb. The food, <laughs> God, we don't do that. So we had potatoes and seal, which is herrings, aka more money. Sort of. I mean, it's not. It's not really more money. More money is also made from the same herrings, but the one we had is not salted, and it doesn't smell bad like more money. That tasted like more money. No, Carmen. Or you convinced me to eat something that you knew perfectly well that I wouldn't like. Seriously, I thought you would keep an open mind oh, and try it. Why would I open my mind when I'm tasting with my mouth? <laughs> <laughs> You're so stupid. Oh my god. Where did I find this one? Oh, but it wasn't that bad, Carmen. It was bad. It was so bad. <laughs> We're with other friends, you yeah. know, and. We're having lunch, yeah. right? And so when you I, put it in your mouth, you're like... I'm like, oh, why did I even listen to mommy? And now <laughs> I can't spit it out. Yeah. You know? So you had to eat it. <laughs> yeah, and it was so somewhere. Mm. But um, at least now you know you don't like it. So maybe we ha- you have to try one more time. To I, I don't have a lot of regrets in life. Yeah. But this is definitely one of them. <laughs> <laughs> then it must have been that bad. But I really like this. You know, I really like it. Like, I really, really, really like potatoes and seal. Like, I can um, eat it every day. I don't mind. 
I don't know. I mean, if I'm, it's plays with Jollof, of course I'm going to take Jollof, but without Jollof, that's also fine. Oh, I'm glad they prepared like <laughs> something, something else, else for, for me. Yeah, yeah, to eat with the potatoes, else I'm sure I didn't have survived. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, I mean, but at least now you know you don't like it. And it's good to know it's not for you. So oh, next yeah. time we don't go there. Right. Right? But next time when you tell me to try something outside of home, yeah, I'm not going to do that. Why? Please, please. Because you don't trust me. No, I don't trust you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, that was about last weekend. Mm-hmm. Now to today's episode. Yeah. Yeah. What are we discussing? We're talking about self-esteem mm-hmm. and how we can all build ours. Mm-hmm. And um, before we begin, mm-hmm. I want to quickly say that if you don't take anything out of today's episode, mm-hmm. I need you to remember one thing, which is... We should all be mindful of what we say to people. Mm-hmm. A lot of us go through life damaged with um, with low self-esteem because of certain things that maybe our parents, our teachers, our spouses, our friends, our colleagues um, told us about ourselves. And we've held on to that for mm-hmm. a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And because of that, we have some feelings like we don't deserve certain things, you know, happening in our lives. Um we we are not you know um important enough we are not good enough and we hold on to this kind of stuff and it places us at the bottom mm-hmm. and it will take an awful amount of time to be able to come out of you know that point of doldrum mm-hmm. so for me it's important that we are careful as to what we say to people the opinions of people or others matter to us a lot mm-hmm. as human beings mm-hmm. whether you like it or not you could say you are strong at heart uh, and what have you. But whatever someone says, especially if the person is important in your life, it matters to you. Mm-hmm. So a lot more times for some of us would just think we are just joking, playing and saying, oh, look at your, excuse my language, maybe boobs or your uh, your legs or something. It might be chipping away my self-esteem and my confidence in my own body. Mm-hmm. But you might not know, you might think you are just joking and playing. So we should really, really be mindful this. This quote by one author called Peter Sedge, um, who said that um, he's been working with a lot of people over the years. And he said one common theme that he found was the fact that people never rise above the opinion of themselves. Mm-hmm. And that opinion of themselves are shaped by others. Mm-hmm. So when you tell me that I am not good enough, I kind of feel like that is my truth. Mm-hmm. And that is what I run with. Mm-hmm. So please, if you don't take anything out of this podcast once again today just remember that you should be circumspect as to what you share and say with people mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i know a lot more times the reason why it may hold such importance to somebody after something has been said to them is the importance they hold the person in their mm-hmm. lives exactly. so like you rightly said it might be your parents or your teacher I mean, growing up, we see our parents as our idols, as the people we look up to. Our teachers, we believe, are the ones who have a lot of experience and knowledge. So if they tell you you are not going to be successful, they might have seen something about you. And that's what is making them say that. So when there are people that you really hold dear, 
whatever they say, you hold it, you know, to yourself mm-hmm. and you really believe in it. Mm-hmm. You are convinced that that is true, but that may not necessarily be true. Mm-hmm. So like you rightly said, we have to think about what we say to people. We have to be kind with our words. Mm-hmm. And you might think it's a joke, but the other person might not see it as a joke. And in their um, downtime, when they're alone and they are reflecting on their lives, those words come back to them. And then they keep thinking about it and ruminating. And over time, they see it as the truth, even when it's not. So let's all think about the words we use and how we say it, when we say it. It could be that it's an argument and then you think you are putting your points across. But then you say something to someone and that's all they hear. So let's all be kind with our words. Even when we are angry, let's think about how it's going to make someone else feel. Mm -hmm. Or Mm -hmm. we look at ourselves. If I said it to myself, how was I going to feel to this words? Before you even utter something else, think about it. Because I know there's also the saying that um, you can take a lot of things back, but the words that come out of your mouth, you can't take it back. So before you say something, think about it and reflect on how it's going to make the other person feel mm-hmm. before you say it. Yeah, so. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that that is out of the way, we can proceed. Yeah. So I have this question for you, Kwame. Okay. Um, what is that one thing or one moment that you can look back on, or even currently it could be now, that you would say shaped your perception of how you feel about yourself or how you value yourself whether it's contributed to your self-esteem in a positive or in a negative way is there anything that comes to your mind i have two experiences of course um one um was when i was growing up indeed two of them were when i was growing up yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. i was with my dad and my mom Mm -hmm. and before i say anything of course it's important for me to put out there that now i am in a good place with my dad Mm -hmm. okay but previously it wasn't mm-hmm. and for those of us or for those of you who have listened to this podcast for some time you know that i've said that countless times that um the relationship between myself and my dad was not really good up until mommy came into the picture that's when um, we're able to mend some of the broken stuff in that relationship mm-hmm. yeah so um growing up i had um, for me such um, a very difficult upbringing and that's because of the relationship I had with my dad. Um, maybe he was unaware of it, but his opinion mattered a lot to me. Of course. And so he never caught me. I don't know whether I was deliberate or inadvertent, but he never caught me in those good moments mm-hmm. and praised you know, me. Mm-hmm. It was always, I had done this, I had done that. And for me, I wasn't uh, that troublesome. I was just like a normal child Mm -hmm. growing up, you know. But the point was, it was more difficult for me because we didn't have electricity. And we're struggling. So there were times that there was no food. Mm -hmm. We need to practically go and borrow, you know, food before we could prepare Mm meals. So I was predominantly going out because of food because mm-hmm. if i go to my friend maybe they'll cook something and then they'll give me mm-hmm. but when i do that and i return he gets angry and he would beat me up mm-hmm. you know and i didn't understand why he was he beating me up beat yeah up. Mm-hmm. and not just that there were times that he would actually put me down with his words like i'm naughty and if i do this i'll not amount to anything but i wasn't that kind of child mm-hmm 
who will not amount to anything. Mm-hmm. And that's because of um, the, the kind of um, things that my mom had also, you know, said to mm-hmm. me. So he was chipping my self-esteem and confidence away, literally, like little by little. Mm-hmm. And um, some time ago, I remember we were having a conversation. I was telling you that when I was growing up, I wasn't confident. I couldn't speak. And the presence of anybody, mm-hmm. I was so timid, mm-hmm. and you're like, nah, you don't, you don't, don't believe, believe and all that. that. Yeah. It took me, I mean, a lot of time mm-hmm. to come out of there. So I think when I was young, till maybe my teens, mm-hmm. I was like that. I was mm-hmm. so timid. I was like, I wasn't good enough. You know, I felt like others were better placed than me. So when it, it even comes to opportunities, oh no, Kwame will not get anything. Get, yeah. You know, do you get what I mean? And that's once again, that's because of the kind of things that he used to say. A typical example is in class when I was growing up, I mean, Kwame would always be part of the first, second, third. Mm-hmm. And it was the norm. Mm-hmm. And that's because my mom had told me that the only way out of our misery is through education. So I needed to learn, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, many times I'm first, it's, it's normal in my, in my dad's eye. Yeah, but... When I'm like third or worst case, maybe fourth, mm-hmm. it barely happened. Maybe those um, languages like gowns or mm-hmm. physical education, those ones I don't really care. Mm-hmm. So maybe those ones I'm like fourth in class and all that. And he will come hard. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll say, what's that? Will beat me up or run me down and all that. And so I was so timid. I was so frightened mm-hmm. um, of him. I also thought that maybe whatever he was saying was a true reflection of who I was, mm-hmm. you know. And so that's how it was the bad one. Mm-hmm. But luckily the for me, mm-hmm. the other side was that I had my mother in my corner mm-hmm. who would also point out certain things that I didn't know about myself. Mm-hmm. So it was more of like I had two voices. Mm-hmm. My dad says this. Mm-hmm. My mom says that. Mm-hmm. And both of them never agreed on anything. Mm. So that was how it was. So I go to my mom. My mom is like, you know what? You're good. Like there were times that um, when I'm first, mm-hmm. my mom will practically get me a gift. Mm. You know, then I know, okay, um, that, was good. that was good, you know. So that's how it was. But my dad was shipping away my self-confidence. But luckily, as I said, I had my mother who was also trying to get me to see things in another light Mm -hmm. so my um self-esteem was not run to the ground completely Mm -hmm. because i had my mom Mm -hmm. and i know unfortunately in the situations of others they only have one person in their corner and that person is running them down so then you don't find solace in anywhere else and that's the unfortunate you know part so I think um, in explaining this, of course, I, I had my fair share. It was up until at a high school. Mm-hmm. That is when I stood up to my dad and I said enough was enough. Mm-hmm. He couldn't run me down again. Mm-hmm. I will not allow you to do this to me again. Mm-hmm. I've had enough. And, and it stopped. And it stopped. And interestingly, I remember when I came home, mm-hmm. my dad had come home and explained whatever had happened to um my mom it's a long story because so i will not share it yeah. um, today maybe some other time but i stood up to him i told him that he dare not speak to me again and then he wanted to raise his you know hand i'm like if he does that mm-hmm. 
Like, to beat him to pulp. I'll beat him to pulp. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, mm-hmm. Like, so that's why I said. And then when I came home, my dad quickly came home, mm-hmm. said everything to my mom, you know. And so when I came, I entered the room and I saw that they were having a conversation. I didn't greet anybody. I just mm-hmm. went to change and I stepped out. Mm-hmm. Where did I even go? I've forgotten. Mm-hmm. And then so I went and then I came back. So when I came back, my dad was not around. And then my mom was like, Kwame. I'm like, yeah. I was like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> That's what my mom said. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And then he, she's like, she has always been wondering when I was going to stand up for and speak for myself. Because mm-hmm. nobody else was going to do that for me. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want to be the one saying that to me for me to go and do. She wanted me to discover myself and then know that for once I needed to stand up mm-hmm. and speak my truth. Mm-hmm. And she was so proud of me. I shouldn't think Ever. about whatever my dad would think. Mm-hmm. And going forward... I should make sure that I say my mind. Mm-hmm. If I feel like someone is trying to pin me down, someone is trying to disrespect me for no apparent reason, someone is trying to take my leniency to be my weak point. I'm a very nice person, if you meet me in person. But if, you're, if I see that you're trying to take my leniency to be my weak point, then that I'll come hard at you. If I, try, if I see that you're trying to disrespect me, because I respect everybody in the same level. Mm-hmm. I don't look down on anybody. So... That was the defining moment for me. Mm-hmm. When that happened, I felt proud of myself, actually, before my mom even said whatever she said to mm-hmm. me. So I think, um, in a nutshell, of course, that was some sort of my own, you know, first year of someone pinning me down and someone Literally lifting me up. up. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. I guess in my case, of course, it didn't have to do with my parents because I think, yeah, my mom was always telling me how good I was, how beautiful I was. And, you know, yeah, so I don't have any of that experience with my parents or none of my teachers ever said anything to pull me down. But the one instance that comes to my mind was the very last relationship I was in before I met you. And that was a guy I had been with for, I think, two to three years. We had gotten to know each other. I really felt like I was in love. I mean, back then... I felt like I loved him and everything. And I really held his opinions like dear because Mm -hmm. I thought he was someone important in my life. Mm -hmm. But then what happened was he cheated on me Mm. with a girl who looked completely different from me. And she was taller. She was lighter skin. And I was like, is that what beauty is? Maybe that is why he cheated on me because... She looks better than me. Of course. I mean, if I look good, then you wouldn't cheat on me, right? That that was my thinking. Mm. So if you cheat on me, then it's because I'm not good enough. Mm. And of course, I know a lot of ladies find themselves or we do find ourselves in that position sometimes when your partner cheats on you, you feel like it's your fault it happened. Mm-hmm. No, it's not your fault. It's not because you're not good enough. It's not because you're not beautiful enough. They just wanted to do it. And unfortunately, yeah. They lost you. Mm. You didn't lose anything because mm. you were being true to yourself and being your yourself, your genuine self. But they were the ones who went out there to do what they did. So after that happened, of course, it made me question myself. 
that was when I started questioning how I look and uh, maybe there's something wrong with my physique. Maybe mm. there's something wrong about this or that, or I should become lighter. Maybe I should go longer skin. Maybe I should start wearing nails because those were things she was doing that I wasn't doing. So that, of course, that chipped my self-esteem. So I remember when we met and we started dating, there were times where I used to feel insecure in that aspect. I was pretty some way for me. Mm-hmm. And I felt like um, being held accountable for the sin yeah. of, you know, um, yeah. the sins of others. Mm-hmm. And it was so some way for me. Yeah. yeah, And I didn't, I really wanted to understand at what point did, did you get there? Mm-hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. In order to know how to work Help. on this. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, now explaining that was what happened. Mm. And, of course, um, when it happens that way, I think whoever is cheating doesn't feel like they are doing something to hurt you. To them, they feel like they are just having fun. But then that is what inadvertently happens to someone. So even though you didn't open your mouth to say to someone like, you're not good enough, so I'm going to cheat on you. That is how the other person feels. So when I met you, of course, I had my insecurities. I was always wondering, do I need to start wearing the Brazilian weaves? Do I need to fix my nails? Do I need to do this? I need to be lighter. I'll be and all that. I like it natural. Yeah, and I know you like it natural. That's the good thing. Everybody and what they want. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah, but it took a lot of hard work. You helped me. You used to always tell me, and you still do tell me how beautiful I am. And uh, you love this about me. I don't want to give the details, <laughs> but you love this. You love that. When I go like, Kwame, what do you think? It's like, oh, yeah, I love this. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. I love this. All I love those that. things, you yeah, know. I love yeah. all of them. Kwame, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> That's Kwame being silly once again. <laughs> So, yeah, you, you always used to reassure me, you know, just like your mom was doing for you, telling you, oh, actually, you're good at this. You're really pretty. And sometimes when I wear something, you're like, oh, I like how everything is looking. I like the curves and stuff like that. So that helped me to gain my confidence back to the extent that now if someone says something about maybe how I look, I don't really listen. I don't hear that. You know, because I know I look good. And you've said it countless times to me. So I have really believed that. And I know that I am perfect the way I am. So even if someone says something, I don't listen to that. So yeah, I guess for me, that was my fair share of someone or something happening that dampens your self-esteem. And having someone in your corner that also works hard with you to lift your self-esteem. So yeah. That's, it was it was that. much easier for me to work with you on that, mm-hmm. and that's because you were open to it, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot more times, it's important for you to ask yourself whether this is something I can work with. Mm-hmm. If you are with someone who has um, a low self esteem, and I know there are different types of that. I yeah, mean, <laughs> some yeah, some that is like really, really, really low. Yeah. And if you are not careful with such a person, they will actually bring, bring you down, you down with too. Yeah. And for me, you need to understand those dynamics mm-hmm. and ask yourself whether you can work with it. Mm-hmm. If you can't, for me, I would rather suggest that you see someone. Yeah. And then after you've been able to resolve the issues, mm-hmm. we can move forward. Mm-hmm. Else, it's gonna be difficult. Yeah, because yeah. there were that. For example, um, those initial stages that we met, um, you were positive about your growth. Mm-hmm. What you are not positive about was your body. Mm-hmm. 
So for me, it was easy to work with that. Mm-hmm. If you are positive about your growth, where you are going, I'm also going there. Mm-hmm. I know there might be challenges here and there. Mm-hmm. So for me, those challenges are things that we can work on together. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so that is what I decided to do. There are other people that I've also met who were really low in self-esteem. There are people that I know today. Mm-hmm. And I tell you that, no, mommy, this one I can't date. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I tell you straight away. Yeah. And it's not like... um. I'm trying to be very insensitive, mm. but I see through it and I'm like, no, mm. where you've gotten to, it's like, yeah, engaging in self sabotage and yeah. you, you don't see anything good about your life and even, um, your progress, of course, in life for that matter. So you think it's important for you to get stagnated in life. Mm. And for me, those ones, no, yeah. I cannot go. So in, it's important for you to understand, especially for, um, you who come into a relationship with a genuine like plan and then reason. Mm. It's important for you to understand where the other person is and if you can help them out of it. But if you can't, suggest that they see a professional. Yeah. Because sometimes you need to go deep down and work on some mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, damage that has been done mm-hmm. for you to be able to get out of that. And as you were talking about self-sabotage as well, I know because of some of these comments and some of these beliefs people have made you get about yourself, you tend to feel like you don't deserve good things. Yeah. And I know there's this song. I don't want to mention the person who sang it because mm-hmm. everybody loves him. But he was talking about the fact that he feels he doesn't deserve someone. Mm-hmm. And I remember when we started dating, that was my idea to some extent yeah, that I don't it, deserve. Yeah. I don't deserve you. And I remember I used to sing it to you like, I don't, I don't know. I was going to sing it. I, I almost used to sing to you. I don't deserve you. And you were like, what do you mean by you don't deserve me? Like, yeah. for you, it was always like, what are you talking about? Yeah, more of like, you should know your value. You should know yeah. what you bring to the table as well, you know. If you know your value and know what you bring to the table, then it also makes me understand what you are bringing. Yeah. And then I'm able to also relate and treat you the same, the same way. way. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot more times people kind of feel like, oh, you are better. No, yeah. I'm not better than you are. You are not better than I am. Mm-hmm. Together. Our own positive exactly. that we bring to the table, exactly. and that makes everything work perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. But when someone starts thinking in a superior way, that's mm-hmm. when there's a problem. And the other starts thinking in a more lower way, yeah. even though they are bringing a lot to the table. Exactly. Then it becomes problematic. I'm not sure I can survive one day in Sweden without you. Oh. Yeah. So I I always say it's silly. It's something silly that I say all the time that. I know I'm going to die before you. Because <laughs> I need to die before you. Because if you go before me, I'm doomed. <laughs> well, this, in as much as you feel that way, I also feel the same way. That I also don't think I can survive a day in Sweden without you. I mean, not in terms of like paying bills and stuff. Because that I can do myself. But, <laughs> okay, thank yeah. you for being frank. <laughs> but the fact the company that we have, the relationship we have, the joy and calm that we're able to bring to each other, I also appreciate that a lot. So if you're also not here, if I come back from work, who am I going to talk to? You know, if I cook, who will eat it? Who will be disturbing me? You bring all of them to the cemetery. Come and boys over your grief. You know, so in as much as you feel you need me, I also really feel like I need you. So yeah, that's about that. Okay, so we have been talking about what has been some of our high and low moments. And you can also think through yours. Yeah. You know, we all have that. Yeah, we uh, all have those points. Yeah, yeah. and maybe yeah, someone who has a low self-esteem. You need to think through what really got you to that point mm-hmm. and know how to work out of it. Because mm-hmm. if you don't know what is 
the issue then how, how do you, you work know? yeah you know? it reminds me of something i had um a couple of weeks back it was a podcast i was listening to and the lady was talking about how she had problems with sleeping mm. and they started giving her sleeping pills mm. and it wasn't working that was because there's some underlining problem. Like there's something really down there that is causing you not to sleep. You taking medicine is just like building a house on a shaky foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to go down there and sort out the foundation before you can now start building. So if you don't go down within yourself and find out what the actual problem is, then you would just be building on top of sand. A weak Yeah, foundation. a weak foundation. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So now, how can we learn to build our self-esteem? Mm-hmm. We're going to start the conversation, first of all, by making all of us understand that when we want to improve our self-esteem, it's not uh, something that happens in a day. It's, it's a whole process. Yeah. And it involves you doing more of something and doing less of another okay, thing. Mm-hmm. So it's not like you just wave a magic wand and it happens mm-hmm. you need to start cultivating some behaviors and some habits mm-hmm. you need to start doing more of some things and stop doing some other things because mm-hmm. it's not going to serve any purpose mm-hmm. so talking about the stuff that we need to start doing less of is identifying and challenging negative beliefs about ourselves mm-hmm. what are those negative thoughts that we have of ourselves we need to find them like you were saying look within do that self-reflection and find out okay i used to think i wasn't beautiful because my ex cheated on me with this girl and so now that i have found it i need to challenge it no that's not true I mean, we are all unique in our own way. Mm. She looks that way, but she's not as intelligent as I am. She is not, she looks that way, but to him, she's beautiful. But I met Kwame and to him, I am like the perfect one. And of course, you know me, I told you, I I don't like, and no disrespect to anybody, but Mm. I don't like light skin. Me neither. Um, I don't like light skin, you know. Guys. Yeah, everybody. Yeah. We all have prefer- our own preferences. Exactly. So I, exactly. No one dis- should judge us. Yeah, <laughs> it's not to disrespect anybody. Yeah. But what I mean to say is, of course, she would also find someone who likes. Who adores the light exactly. skin. Exactly. And then I also found you and mm-hmm. I adore you, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that's about that. identifying the negative beliefs and challenging them. You know, and how can we do that? How can and, we uh, do this? One way that we can do that, challenging mm-hmm. those negative thoughts, is also surrounding ourselves with um, positive people. And mm-hmm. I've said this countless times, yeah. you know. And um, one thing that we should bear in mind is that our environment, our surroundings, will always overcome or overpower our will. Mm-hmm. So, an example is a marital mommy. Mm-hmm. If I am so positive, which I am. Mm-hmm. And assume without admitting that mama is the negative person mm-hmm. in the relationship. I don't care whatever resistance level I've built over the years. Whatever mommy keeps saying to me, mm-hmm. eventually at some point will become my truth. Mm-hmm. And I'll begin to believe it. Mm-hmm. It's just like saying you want to be healthy by eating junk food. Yeah. Or you tend to find yourself around junk food all the time. I mean... Definitely you're giving at some point. Exactly. Yeah. You know... Or maybe you are with addicts. Mm-hmm. You are you are clean, mm-hmm. but you are with them. Mm-hmm. Over time, you become yeah. You join them. You join them. Mm-hmm. You become like them. You know. Mm-hmm. So it's important for you to surround yourself with, I mean, positive people. People who would help you see things about your own life that you knew nothing 
about. Mm-hmm. An example for me was my mom when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. My dad would say this to me. My mom says, no, you are not like that. You're intelligent. You are this, you are that, you are this. Look at your grades. Mm-hmm. Gra-. And interestingly, I was telling you, sharing with you earlier on that, my mother was always coming with sufficient proof mm-hmm. to dispel whatever my dad was saying. Mm-hmm. So it's then not like I am she more was just talking, exactly. but she was pointing out real facts. To exactly. You. Yeah. So I was more inclined to believe what my mom was saying than my dad. Mm. So that's what I mean. We need to surround ourselves with positive people, people who would encourage us. Mm-hmm. If you are an adult listener of this podcast, you know that for me, negativity, I cannot yeah. tolerate it. Mm-hmm. You know, so because of that, I had to lose a lot of friends. Mm-hmm. Some we've been friends for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Some we've been friends for like 11 years, 8 right. years. But I needed to, to go. Exactly. Because it was always negativity in my WhatsApp, negativity on my Facebook. Neg- most, no, I don't like that. Yeah. So for me, it's important for you to surround yourself with positive people mm-hmm. if you want to challenge certain weaknesses, you know, mm-hmm. um, that you have about your yeah. life. Yeah. And as you are talking about surrounding yourself with positive people, it is also important that we form good and healthy relationships with Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. So engaging with people who will bring out the best in us, people who will help you to see the good in yourself even when you don't. Because there's this analogy that I had from a conversation uh, once again, which was the fact that as humans, we don't get to see ourselves. As I'm sitting here, I don't remember how my face looks like. Unless I look in the mirror. Yep. But I can see you. Mm-hmm. And then I can see all that is wonderful about you. Just mm-hmm. like you can see all w- about me. Sure. But I don't see myself. Mm-hmm. So you need someone to reflect that to you. Someone to be that mirror for you. Who reflects what they are seeing exactly. back to you. Mm-hmm. And that helps you to see the things that you don't see about yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's always it's very important to surround yourself with the, uh, the right people. And in psychology, we have this nature-nature debate that is, um, there's, there's someone who might be born with the genes to be a fantastic athlete. But if they grow up in a household where no one is en- encouraging them to run, and, and then them. maybe instead they are learning to play their guitar, they are going to pick up playing a guitar and not pick up the running. Mm-hmm. But someone who has been, uh, maybe is genetically gifted to run and finds themselves in, like, in an athletic or in a sportive home, they will learn to run and become good at it. Mm-hmm. So you ca- you finding yourself in some environments can actually corrode you of the good thing you have mm-hmm. for you to develop some habits that might not be necessarily serve you. But if you may have the genetic predisposition to be good, but mm-hmm. because you find yourself in that environment, it chips it away. So it's very important what you find yourself with. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, if you are with addicts, you end up becoming one just because of where you find yourself. So it's very important that we check the people we interact with and the people we engage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what other thing can we do to build our self-esteem? And that is engaging in a lot of positive self-talk. It's yeah. really, really important because um, I said that earlier, mm-hmm. that how you treat yourself also gives people the leeway to treat you in the same light. Mm-hmm. So there, There's this saying that, uh, no one is going to look down on you without uh, your consent. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and um, interestingly, we go through life where people say things or do things, either in their words or their actions, to show us that we are not good enough. Mm-hmm. So why would I also want to add my voice to that? Mm-hmm. You know. So mm-hmm. it's important for you 
to always and always remain positive and engage yourself in a lot of positive talk. Mm-hmm. Know that you are good enough in this. I am, mommy has said it countless times once again, like I'm so self-aware. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There are things that yeah. I know I cannot do. This, this one, one, I'm not, I'm not good, good, at. good at. Just like now you know that uh, sale is not for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I, I know. I'm self-aware. So if you tell me to do this, I'm like, no. If you ask me to buy something online or read something online, I'm like, no, no, no I'll not do it. You prefer to do it in video form. Yeah, yeah. do you get what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I know myself mm-hmm. and I don't beat myself because no, of that. Yeah. I just know that, okay, I have my own strength. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that helps me um, appreciate the relationship we both have because you are well skilled in certain things mm-hmm. and i know i'm also well skilled in certain things so there are things that you're like okay Kwame, this is your job yeah i'll not do yeah there are things that i'm also like mommy this one is yours mm-hmm. i'll not do anything yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, an example i'll give it yesterday when we were trying to write the um um write up for our instagram post Aha, okay. I was like, what's Kwame driving at? What did I do yesterday that was so genius? (laughs) When we're trying to write the Instagram post. I mean, mommy knows a lot about Swedish culture and all Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, yesterday I was, not yesterday, on Friday, Mm -hmm. I was um, also there. uh, Taking the pictures. Yeah, I had a great time with, I mean, our friends during the midsummer celebration. But when it came to the writer, I'm like, mommy, you know the Swedish society. I don't want to come and write something that is, wrong wrong and all yeah. that so come and write it and you did do you get what i mean so mm-hmm. i understand you, you you need to understand where you fall short mm-hmm. and then appreciate that mm-hmm. and also appreciate that this part of course i am so well knowledgeable in this one so nobody can beat me in that and then that. when it comes to that you engage in those positive self-talk i know i'm confident mm-hmm. i know nobody can pin me down mm-hmm. i know when it comes to things like maybe marketing brand activation and, uh, uh, talking in front of a crowd, crowd. that is you. when it comes to public speaking yeah. i'm also so confident mm-hmm. you know with mm-hmm. that i know these are things that i also i know i also know i have mm-hmm. so i wouldn't engage in other stuff when i have those you know self-doubt mm-hmm. moment of course i tell myself nah, 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 nah. but actually I mean, i'm, I'm good, I'm at, good that, at this yeah. one so yeah that's what we mean by talking about identifying your um strengths and uh, engaging in positive self-talk. It just reminds me of you talking about the social media. Mm. Because Kwame has been busy lately, that is why our Instagram page, <laughs> we've not been seeing the stories frequently. And I remember I told you a couple of weeks yeah, back that I'm going it. to take over the stories. I was like, no, nah, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Kwame is much better at that than me. You know, because I'm, I'm very, I know how you used to do it. I don't want to do something and people will notice the difference. It's like, Someone is handling this account and it's Nobody not the person this. it's not the person who does this normally. Because I go out a lot often, you know, yeah. but but I'm like, nah, let Kami do it. You know. I know yeah, maybe I can do it if oh, I if I start. Can, yeah. But you do it so easily. I don't even want to get there for people to see the difference, you know. <laughs> but yeah, like you were saying, it's also very important that we we look within ourselves once again when you have identified the negative beliefs that you try to challenge Mm -hmm. identify the positive ones as well Mm -hmm. and see um this is actually something i'm really good at this is something i'm really good at like recently you were encouraging me to try and help people into settling in sweden and things like that because you know because 
I have been here. I was alone. I managed to survive so I could help other people survive, which we're trying to do with our podcast as well. And you encouraged me to do some of those things. So I know these are things that I'm good at. Or maybe like helping someone when it comes to migration issues. People are always asking me because I go, there are times I just go on the migration you website. Get, you start getting a lot of questions about Just, you can ask me, of course. It may take two or three days, but we are going to answer you. We try. You know, we, we try. will answer you. I, I go to the migration website just to read. Sometimes I'm just there reading. So what's happening? And I realized in first June, a lot of the migration laws were changed. And now I'm up to date. And yesterday I had a conversation with someone. I see if I knew someone was going to ask me about migration laws, you know. So I just keep reading just to have information. So if someone needs help, I can offer them. And that is the strength I've noticed about myself, you know. So I'm capitalizing on that. Tomorrow, if someone says, oh, mom is not intelligent. I'm like, no, 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 no. You don't know me. That's the issue. You just don't know me. And once you've identified what your strengths are, mm-hmm. as much as possible, especially if you know you're struggling with self-esteem issues, mm-hmm. write them down. Yeah. Because when you write, for me... And you don't forget. You don't forget. It keeps you motivated. It also helps you to process things in different ways, mm-hmm. you know, because, I mean, you self-reflect and know that, okay, um, I did this and I did that. Mm-hmm. And writing could start with one thing that you're proud of, like, about yourself, about yourself in a day. Yeah. I could give an example today. This morning, mommy was preparing breakfast. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that I did, yesterday we bought some canal bullet, right? Mm-hmm. And Cinnamon buns. Yeah. You're speaking Swedish, so oh, okay. please speak English. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, I took one, mm-hmm. it was four. Mm-hmm. So I ate, I ate one, mommy also ate one. So it was left with two. And then this morning, mommy was trying to find something to eat. Mm-hmm. I know mommy is not a heavy eater mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. I am. This yeah. morning I ate rice and beans and banana. Oh my God. <laughs> what a combination. I, know, right? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so, so that's why I ate. So mommy was trying to look for something to eat. I'm like, she can, she can have the, uh, cinnamon bun. And mm-hmm. then she's like, Really? I'm like, yeah, you can't have it. Because I know Kwame doesn't joke with his food. So when he says you can't have it, I'm like, are you sure you didn't poison <laughs> me? Because I don't trust you. Yeah, so I decided to do that. Yeah. An act of kindness. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, late subsequently, you were trying to fix the tea, right? Mm-hmm. And then I realized I that stuff. stuff on the floor. I was sitting in the sofa. And then when I saw it, I'm like, I think she needs help. Because it was also on your slipper. So mm-hmm. I, I knew if you move around, it's, it's going, just to... going to make the whole place dirty. Exactly. So I'm like, okay, let me go in there to the storage, bring out the vacuum, and then clean okay. it up. Yeah. And I did that. At least that is an act of kindness. Mm-hmm. It made me feel good mm-hmm. for doing and helping you. And when I was done, you said thank you. Yeah, I was like, oh, someone is in a good mood. Yeah, you know, that was the icing on the cake. So that is what I mean. Like, write down things that you know you'll be proud of. Mm-hmm. I mean, whilst you go through the day. So mm-hmm. it could be you're in town and someone approaches you and say, oh, can I get maybe 20 pesos to add up to my fare? Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, no problem. And then you sit and then tell the mate that, oh, I'll pay for this person. Mm-hmm. That is an act of kindness. Mm-hmm. In Ghana, we do that a lot where you see an old person coming. Maybe you help them out. Mm-hmm. Maybe it could also be that day you went to work and you were so diligent, so much so that you were not on Facebook. Mm-hmm. You were not on TikTok. You were not on any of the social media platforms. You, you did for once. Time. You did something that you are paid to do, not the others. <laughs> that is also a positive thing that you can write down that yeah. today you were so dutik. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm speaking Swedish. You are so diligent, yeah. you know, in mm-hmm. doing something. Mm-hmm. So for me, these are things that you can write down mm-hmm. once you go through the day and affirm it every single day. Be on that, you know, um, on, on that journey to doing something positive that you also have to write down, especially if your self-esteem is terribly low. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what you're just stating is a form of therapy. It's called cognitive behavioral therapy. Okay. So, yeah, it's, it's not it's not just like saying things because maybe that is what popular culture says you should do. But okay. it's actually based on research okay. that when you write some of those things, that it challenges those negative beliefs. Mm. So you cognitively work on yourself mm. and then you act it out in behavior, behavioral terms as well. Mm. And that helps you overcome some of these challenges. Okay. So one way I can look at it, I remember once we had to do like the school project on mm. uh, cognitive behavioral therapy and it could be like uh, maybe um, you look at yourself and you feel like you have this scar on your face that you don't like mm. you can look at it and go like because sometimes in your head you feel like it's so grandiose like it's so big and everybody sees it but you can look at yourself and go like okay it's a scar but actually it's not that big or it gives it makes my eyes pop it makes this it makes that and then you tell yourself it's not as bad as I think it is. It actually complements the the shape of my face, and it's nice. And sometimes someone out there even sees and thinks, "Goes like, Ooh. wow, it reminds me of my mom yeah, or something." Or something you, you know, know? Yeah. yeah. And also that good thing that you see about yourself, mm-hmm. writing it down as well. It could be like, okay, let's say, let me use myself as an example. Um, this morning I was really nice with Kwame. And that is something I can write down. That actually I'm nice to people. Or if I look at myself, when it comes to learning, I can learn really quickly. And that is something good about myself. I can write that down. In as much as maybe it's taking me a long time to learn how to dance Azunto, I can learn this other thing. Yeah, and, and that is, yeah when it comes to dancing as well, it's, yeah. it's not my thing. <laughs> you know, we all know that. And, and sometimes I find it embarrassing because people have this assumption that Africans can dance. So I have this friend who really likes Afrobeats and she always wants to play like Kiddy and things and she wants us to dance. I'm like, please don't let me embarrass myself. <laughs> you know, and she's like, I'm sure you're better than me. <laughs> but I, but because you have that perception about Africans, I don't want to embarrass myself. So yeah, like, but at least I know some of the good things about myself. Mm. And so if I write that down, I know I'm even if I'm not good at this, I'm good at that. that yeah. And that helps your self-esteem as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that's that's one of the ways to, to do that. So one way by which we can also build our self-esteem is trying to process compliment in the right way. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is if I'm telling mommy that she is pretty, mommy should understand that I mean what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You should be able to understand and process things depending on where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. So if your spouse, your your mother, your father, your, I mean, boyfriend, boyfriend, girlfriend, girlfriend you know, they're saying stuff to you. You should understand that. Or oh, it's not like they're trying to patronize you. Yeah. I, I hear that a lot sometimes, especially with ladies. Maybe you're dressed really nicely and someone goes like, oh, that dress is so nice. We're like, oh, me Jaisa. Yeah. Like you... You, you just brush it aside like it's nothing. But actually, the person is complimenting you. And mm-hmm. you, you should be able to take it, you know? Like, accept the compliments. Exactly. It's not like someone is trying to patronize you no. or someone is just trying to joke with you. They are serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you should be able to process this kind of stuff. I, I completely understand that 
there are people who just say things mm-hmm. for the fun of it, mm-hmm. you know. But there are others who have also thought through it before they say it. Mm-hmm. So if they are trying to do that, then you should accept it, mm-hmm. you know, and build on it from there. Because nobody, I just don't step out and just say to everybody that, oh, you are beautiful, you are beautiful, you are beautiful, you are beautiful. I don't do that, you know. I say that to you. And I don't I don't know who I've ever said that to. Maybe your mom. <laughs> I've never said that to her, actually. Your sister. Well, maybe you haven't said to your sister, but you say to me all the time that your sister is really beautiful. Yeah, I've never said yeah. it to her, actually. Mm-hmm. But I say to you that, yeah. oh, my sister is mm-hmm. pretty and yeah. all that, you know. So... Stuff like that. It's important that you accept such compliments. And but I guess what will make it easy for someone to accept such compliments mm-hmm. is when they genuinely see the positives in themselves. Yeah, as well. I agree. Because you've told me several times and I've been able to build my self-esteem to that point where I know I am beautiful. So when you tell me I'm beautiful, I'm like, yeah, just like always. Like, I know, mm. you know. So now I can take it as a compliment. Yeah. If you tell me that dress looks really nice when you're like, yeah, it's true. And that's the same way when you tell me, and that's your quotes. Don't wear it again. I'm like, yeah, I believe you because it's probably disgusting, you know. So I have been able to build my self-esteem to that extent. I've been able to learn about myself and accept myself for who I am. So when you tell me something is good or something is bad, I know. Just like yourself with handling social media. I don't need to tell you you are good at it. And the same way if I say it, you believe because, yeah, you know you are good. You mm. get what I'm saying? Yeah. Even my friend tells me, oh, Kwame is really good with his social media stuff. Carolina, she said it. Yeah. Because she can see it. And you know it yourself. So you don't see it as we are just joking with you. You take it seriously because yourself you are aware. So this is why it's important that we all look within ourselves and identify the positives about ourselves so that we can actually take compliments as what it should be. But if you're also on this journey mm-hmm. um, of discovering yourself mm-hmm. and you know that compliments will help mm-hmm. and you're with your spouse mm-hmm. who barely gives that, yeah. you should also tell them. You just hit the nail right on there. I was just like, yep, exactly. You should also tell them that it would be nice. I would love it if you do this. Today I was receiving a whole pep talk about yeah, that. My because I, I just I just told Kwame, I'm like, okay, there are times where maybe I feel really tired back from work. I want you to pamper me, like crocro me. Because I am my parents' last born and I've been pampered all my life. So you have to pamper me. And I communicate with you just like you do with me as well. So it's it's not like it's just one side. It's not like I'm the only yeah, please, one. Please, have I ever told you that to compliment pamper. me? No, not in that sense, Kwame. Not in that sense. But you give me feedback as to how you want me to relate to some things. But me, if you're not giving me compliments, I'll ask for it. I'll be like, so Kwame, hey, remember, was it two yeah, weeks ago? I, was I really dressed up for us to go grocery <laughs> shopping. And when Kwame saw me, he's like, hey, why, why do you think we are going that you dress nicely like that? That's not a compliment. So when we came back, I was like, didn't you see the effort I put into looking out to be like, wouldn't you say, you have to like deliberately say, it's like, oh, mommy, you're looking so gorgeous today. You have to say it. And then you're like, oh, I didn't say it. I'm like, no, you just said it jokingly, but you have to like say it categorically. And then you said it. <laughs> Me, I'll let you say it. Yes. Yeah, mommy would always, you know, come attacking and say, I did this, you didn't compliment me, I did that. So I think that's where the thought process came from. So yeah. it's important for you to also share with the other person and let them understand that this is how it makes me feel. Because mm-hmm. 
Um, I didn't come from a home where, I mean, my parents were sharing compliments, mm -hmm. you know. You, I don't, mean, you don't just pick it up. Yeah. You have so, to cultivate exactly. that habit. Exactly. So, yeah. seriously, it took you to get me to see things like that mm -hmm. where I needed to compliment. I needed to maybe hold you, hug you and stuff like that. Because that lovey-dovey thing, I wasn't used to it. Yeah. yeah. But it took you, you know, to make me understand that this is how you feel. And I know when I do it, of course, I also get something, you know, out of it too. Yeah. I'll just leave it at exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> and I guess for me as well, that's why I always don't hold back to say thank you. Mm. When you do something for me, mm. I say thank you. To yeah. let you know I appreciate it. I mm. saw what you did and mm. I appreciate it. So thank you. Yeah. And I know that it is also going to make you feel good about yourself. That yeah. you were able to help me with that. And I noticed this and I'm grateful for that. Fact. Yeah. So. yeah. Mm. Okay. One other way we can improve our self-esteem is to create positive habits mm. and when we say creating positive habits it could be like listening to this podcast for example where we share some tips as to how you can work on yourself you do things that you actually enjoy for me that's like sleeping i sleep i wake up <laughs> i feel good i can dress up i really wish i, I was like you though. yeah because i can sleep i like, cannot I can sleep really i just sleep. can't sleep Today, I slept like almost 10 hours. <laughs> <laughs> I wake up, I'm like, hey, mommy. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. she'll be tossing and turning. I'm oh, like, okay, yeah. maybe it's time now. Then I'll come and pip, actually, yeah. to see whether you're up. Mm. No, no, no. I mean, just dreaming. I mean, you know, today, for example, <laughs> last night, we didn't sleep early. We slept like 12 midnight. Yeah. And then today, I opened and even my during, eyes. <laughs> One thing about you, too, is that you don't want to sleep early unless it is during the um, working, working week. week yeah. yeah, that's and when you that, want. Yeah. yeah, but when it's weekend, it's like, my mom wants to stay up. Yesterday, I had to practically say to myself, you know, I am not listening to you. I'm going to bed. It was like 12 something and my mom still wants to talk. I'm, like, I'm, nah. I'm a very active person at night. That's mm. that's one thing you should know about me by now. I know, I'm a night person. I prefer to be up at night and sleep during the day. That's how I think my genetics is. I'm a night person. So in the night, I'm normally not tired. During the weekday, the reason I sleep is because I know if I don't sleep, I'll wake up angry. And then it means I won't go to work. <laughs> so then I have to sleep. Yeah, so that's why I sleep during the day. But when it's weekend, I feel like it's weekend. Why should I sleep? Actually, I don't want to sleep. I rather want to sleep during the day. But yeah, cultivate things that you yeah, enjoy. Of course. Of course. And if it's just reading, read. And I think when you are happy like that, it boosts your self-esteem. Mm. Or if for you, if it's like you want to express yourself through your clothes, there are times where you dress up and yourself like you feel like oh today i'm killing it I'll, then I'll you want to step out so you want everybody to see you when it's um winter mm. we need to put on a lot of clothes yeah. there are times that there are times that i step out i'm like i don't care because mm. i want to feel good mm -hmm. so i wear maybe a light coat a light coat and i just wear my long sleeve maybe coat over head and jeans and and then my mom will go like hey i wonder i'm like i'm okay of course, if I step out, what they mean? But I'm like, ah, oh, I just because want to Because you good. want to look good. You want to, look, you know, feel good. But that's why I like when it's spring. Summer, sometimes it gets too hot. You can't even wear what you want to wear. But that's why I like spring and autumn. Because that's when you can wear all those nice dresses. You wear your stretch under it. You wear a coat over it. A little makeup. Do your hair. And then you just, you feel so good. So do the things that make you look good. The things that make you feel good. If it's a little bit of the ladies, a little bit of foundation here and there, do it. You want to braid your hair in some style, do it. You want to style your hair in some way, do it. 
just to make you feel good. Because when you feel good, your confidence is also there. Now, if someone, you step out and someone is like, oh, you look good. It's like, yeah, myself, I can feel it, mm. you know? Yeah, so take care of yourself. Pamper yourself. If you need to relax, relax. Don't sit somewhere just, calm you know, down. Calm down yeah. all by yourself. Mm-hmm. When I was in Ghana, two things. There are two things that I used to do mm. that makes me feel so... Good. Good, nice. Aside the other one that I know, which other two do you know? Which other one? <laughs> which other one? Anyway, so the first one is, you know, I used to love watching Nigerian movies. Mm. I can sit and watch them all day. day. Mm. Yeah, I just, and African magic, I'll just be there. And then the second thing is my football. Mm. That's why I love football. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the third thing is wrestling. Mm. You watched it. Actually. Yeah, I just. Oh, then I guess it's a fourth thing, which is stepping out I, to like really calm places. Yeah, to just sit. drink something. You don't have to eat so much, but just. I when I was in Ghana, like people used to see that weird about me, but like those expensive places, mm-hmm. I just go and sit there mm-hmm. and buy maybe avaro, mm-hmm. buy maybe water. Mm-hmm. And then I'm just sitting there. I just want to get that vibe of, like, you know, you somebody. somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I know I'm nobody, but... I, don't know I mean, you are getting there. Oh, yeah. So. I, I, I used to go to sit at a um, coffee shop, you know. Yeah, when I, I met that. you, you took me to all those places. And yeah. I felt like I was also somebody. Like, yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah. Go and sit there. Go to you there for my birthday. Yeah. And, just go yeah. and sit there and just, I mean, relax, you know. You might... See certain things that maybe might even drive some creativity in you. Mm-hmm. Maybe for me that you mm-hmm. know, and just sit there, relax, think through life, and sip on some water or baro, and then that's feel it. Good. Just feel yeah. good and, and come and, home. Yeah. You know? Another way to that I would want to really stress on is taking care of your physical health. Very important. Yeah. It is very important. It's like the saying goes, a healthy mind lives in a healthy body. A lot more times, if you know very well that you don't feel good physically, it affects your self-esteem. Yeah, because yeah, then you yeah. feel like everybody's seeing what you're feeling, mm. you know. Mm. So when you exercise, it doesn't have to be so much. You could be taking a walk or mm-hmm. checking your diet and making sure that you're getting enough rest like you need to. Drinking a lot of water. Mm-hmm. And there are some of these things that we take for granted, like drinking a lot of water. It helps with your skin. Mm-hmm. If you have problems with like pimples or like oily skin, drinking water, it helps clear your skin. It helps you to relax you know, and it helps with your hair growth. So the ladies, we normally are the ones who are so concerned about our hair. Mm-hmm. The guys, you want your beard to grow. Drink a lot of water. Rest. Take care of yourself. Like, give yourself a good, wash your hair. Like I tell you sometimes, use my hair shampoo to wash your hair, to wash your beard. It will grow nicely. Yes, you know? please. So take care of yourself. <laughs> when you when you feel good about yourself, like I've said countless times, it helps your self-esteem. Because mm-hmm. when you step out there, you know your skin is nice. Like, recently, I've been taking so good care of my skin. If someone tells you, oh, your skin is so smooth, I'm like, yeah, I know. Mm. Because I'm working towards it, and I can see the change. It's just like our ladies as well. When we always want to stay fit, you want the curves to look fantastic. You do your sit-ups, you do your squats and all that. Yourself, you can see the difference, you know. So now when you wear that tight jeans and you step out there, you feel good. And you actually want people to see you because you know you're looking good, you know. So work on yourself physically. Give yourself rest. Do the things you enjoy. Listen to the podcast. There's a lot of intelligent ones out there. 
listen to them you know consume the right information yeah, on social sure. media and all that and i know we say this all the time that is where a lot more times we do the self-comparison because we see people posting fantastic pictures of themselves on social media and then we start questioning ourselves you know so consume the right information and take care of yourself when you feel good you see someone else looking good and you're happy for them it's not going to be like jealousy you know? i don't actually care yeah so that's that's about that mm. mm-hmm. okay so before we end the conversation today like we always do we're going to leave you with some action items and these are things that you can do yourself to help build your self-esteem um it's important for us to understand that when it comes to self-esteem and improving self-esteem it comes with small steps and let's not um, forget the importance of these small steps or overlook the importance of these small steps it is highly unlikely that your self-esteem will go from poor to good overnight it doesn't happen in just like a blink of an eye it takes time and this is going to involve some work but you notice over time that your self-esteem is improving. You see these small improvements over time. And that is what you need to be focusing on. The key is to look over the long term rather than focusing on the day-to-day. So you can reflect back and see, oh, three months ago, I would have reacted this way if someone said this thing to me. But today, actually, I wasn't bothered. And those are, it's those improvements that you need to look at. And it's also important that you focus on the bigger picture than to look at those tiny things that happened in the course of the day and, you know, beat yourself up over that. When you feel good or you do something good, celebrate it. Like maybe um, someone said that thing to you today, you were not down. You need to give yourself a pass on the back and go like, oh, I can see I'm really improving. And that's a good thing. Celebrate yourself when you do something good like that. But of course, when you slip into those negative thoughts, don't beat yourself up. Because we all get there sometimes. It's mm. not like everybody's self-esteem is always at 100. Oh, yesterday we got there. Yeah, yesterday we both got there. You mm. know, where we felt a bit low. No, it wasn't about self-esteem. We got sad. But it wasn't about self-esteem. But of course, there are times where you question yourself like, ah, maybe this is happening. It gets there sometimes. But don't, mm. don't beat yourself up and don't stay there for too long because it's just time and it's going to pass. You know, what you should rather do is to pick yourself up. And over time, you will notice that your positive thinking is becoming a habit. And when you see that over time, this is becoming a habit, you would also notice that gradually your self-esteem is getting better and that you should be proud of yourself for those little um, steps that you're taking, those little improvements you're seeing. Be proud of yourself for that. And yeah, together we all get there to that point where we can have high self-esteem and that bounces off to the next person around us and then it goes around and the whole world becomes a better place. No, I really feel very passionately about this topic because I know in the society in which we live now, people tend to do a lot of self-comparison. And especially for the ladies, like it breaks my heart when I, I, I see that. 
we always want to compare ourselves with somebody recently we were talking to someone who was thinking of how perfect some actress in ghana looks and i was like no they could be photoshop in there also like we are all different you know so don't compare yourselves makeup does wonders people do makeup and they look like heaven you know coming down i need to try makeup yeah so if it's the makeup that is going to help you boost your self-esteem do it okay. don't yeah don't say no i'm going natural no i do makeup thanks for from the time tip. to time i do it you know thanks for the tip yeah not for the men please <laughs> you people you have to go with your raw skin <laughs> don't have to go with what? your raw skin hey <laughs> guys we're going to end here today if we continue Kwame is coming to take us places we don't want to get to so we hope you enjoyed the conversation today let us know what you think what other tips do you think maybe we forgot to add in the conversation you can share that with us and of course we'll mention that in the next episode and um if you enjoy the conversation share with your friends and loved ones give us a rating on our listening platform spotify and apple yeah now spotify you can give a rating so please give us a ratings mm-hmm. it helps us a lot to be able to reach a lot more people who can benefit from our conversations and until next mm-hmm. time continue being fabulous hey, you know. <laughs> bye <laughs>